Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. I'm not the one who dies, kid. I'm the one who does the killing. Let's get dangerous. Perfect. We'll do this. Do this up. There's not Dude, like a whole heck of a lot I did this week. I did a bunch one important of things. Thing. Yeah. Except for one important thing that I really want to get to. So. I can't wait. Ah, oh, welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. All right, guys, we're gonna spoil the shit out of a movie today. So. Yeah, we are. So if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend go see us. You do know, it. If you haven't, if you haven't seen us, you gotta go do it. And. Uh, if you don't mind being spoiled, like if you're a loser who's going to not go see it, then you can listen to this part, but uh, skip ahead a little bit, because yeah. you can't talk about this movie without talking about spoilers, so if you want to see it and you haven't gotten a chance to see it yet, then uh, just skip ahead. Uh, man, I don't even know how long. Uh, we'll talk about it for, I don't know, maybe <laughs> it's, 10, it's, minutes I was so. going to say, say, after done filming, like once we know how long it was, you can just insert like a moment where it's like 17 minutes or like something like that. <laughs> yeah, I could go back and just like just record a little bit that says, skip ahead this many minutes. This yeah. is how long we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. This is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. It's pretty damn good. I really loved this movie. Um, Yeah. like uh, This is why I thoroughly enjoy like Jordan Peele. Because he has a very intricate and different look at horror. Um, yeah. And it's so refreshing to see something like that's genuinely... That, that made me genuinely go, what the hell did I just watch Like when I left the theater in the best way possible? Yeah, I wanted to turn around and walk right back in and watch it uh, again. Yeah. Because um, there was a lot of stuff I know I didn't get and not in like a bad way where I'm like, well, I didn't get that. I feel stupid. It's like, no, I know there's a lot to unpack there and I missed a lot and I'd like to watch it again as soon as possible so I can better understand this. Because um, as much as I love this movie, I'll go out and throw out just my main criticism just so I don't sound like I'm completely sucking its dick. Like, I don't think it's perfect. Um, my main criticism is like, uh, get out. Uh, Jordan Peele's first movie. I feel like he really very succinctly, very plainly got his main idea and point across. And I don't necessarily know as he succeeded quite. I feel like there's more ideas in this movie and I'm not sure he got them all across very well. Uh, I'll have to see it a second time to be sure. But like, I know this movie's about class and, 
uh, classism, but I feel like there's more that I don't know what it's about. So See, the main criticism I have is as much as I love this movie, um, the reveal at the end that we'll get into, yes. uh, they, he kind of wrote himself into a corner. Like, I understand what he was trying to do. And how, mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately, I think just the way he had everything planned out, it didn't make mm-hmm. a lot of sense for the big reveal. Because I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that last like little reveal within the last seconds of the movie, like number one, holy shit! I feel I felt stupid for not seeing that coming. Same, so I. Away. I didn't catch it until like the I didn't catch it till um the last like the last beat where I was just wait wait a minute. <laughs> well, in looking back, um, man, he gave all the clues in the world that that's what happened that that's what was coming. Yeah. Like, but I was so riveted. I and then like at first I felt stupid for not seeing it coming, and then I'm like, no, I think that's. I think he did it exactly right because I was so tuned into this movie and so riveted to it. I didn't really stop and think until after the movie was over, which I think is what he was going for. Yeah, just um, holy crap. But at the same time, I feel like the movie... And that's one of those things where I'm like, I think he was trying to go for some kind of point with that reveal. But I'm not sure he did it right because either maybe I'll get it better upon a second viewing. But if I don't get it upon a second viewing, I think he failed because I almost feel like the entire movie could have been exactly the same without that last reveal. I I think so, too. Um, But with that being said, um, Mm -hmm. like, damn, like the, the cast in this is so strong. Oh, Lupita Nyong'o in this movie, just mm, perfect. My God, oh, yeah. Great. Holy shit. <laughs> she's so good. and uh, She's a really good actor. Like, I was thinking about this during the movie. Like, she... Her face, she has, like, a perfect face for horror because she's got, like, those big eyes that she can do so much with. And she used them both to play like the terrified mother and the like evil doppelganger twin and she like she's just got this this quality in her face where like when she was the mother I thought she was like kind of ordinary and kind of sexy and kind of like you know the more I watched it the more I was more attracted to her I'm like I'm I was just like she is she's hot (laughs) Yeah, she was doing, like, this whole good thing. But then when she was playing the doppelganger, I felt, like, the exact opposite yeah. way. Where I'm like, this is, like, this fucked up kind of... She's... Man, she's great in this So movie. good. She's really so good. And a lot of it is, like, right in all the way she makes her facial expression. Like, I was thinking about that during the movie. Like, just the way she changes her face between those two characters. Even though they look alike, you can... The way she just, she just, she's great. I love it. Right, but damn, man, like, mm-hmm. all right, we're getting into spoiler territory now. All right, spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the whole twist of this whole movie is basically 
the there's a group it's like it kind of ties into i guess the beginning of the film where jordan peele throws up a like a just a section of like letters of just basically telling you is like there's a bunch of underground caverns in across america that no one knows what they're for or i i meant to look yeah because it's like there's x number of miles of tunnel under the united states X amount is abandoned subway. X amount is like closed mines, and X amount nobody knows what they're for. Like, have no known purpose. Yeah. And I should have looked. I meant to look. I feel like this movie because I know it's partly based on a Twilight episode called Mirror Image, but I also feel like if that's a real fact at the beginning of the movie, that's a fact. Like he heard and went, "Ooh, what can I do with that?" Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. so I guess the whole uh, yeah, so like the whole point of this film was I guess there's this group the the Americans somehow made doppelgangers. Uh, yeah, this is one of the points I was a little fuzzy on. Like it seems like apparently once upon a time scientists like div- figured out how to divide everybody into. Like, everyone born has an underground doppelganger, but the underground doppelgangers don't have souls? Like, only the above-ground one gets to get a soul? See, I didn't, get, I didn't get souls. I just think they just weren't as inept as everyone. As the, like, for, from now on, the, well, yeah, the, from, the, uh, I, think that's just a, I think that's just a euphemism. Um, you think so? Yeah, I think like it's they figured out how to create bot. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. God, this movie's smart. So I, I yeah, yeah, because like the way I looked at it is they're called the tethered throughout this film, mm-hmm. and basically they are somehow connected to the human that's upstairs in some way. Um, but yeah. but something well, about they all are they're all mirroring yeah. underground whatever's happening above ground right and so I feel like it's 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 not much of a soul thing as it's more some sort of weird connection that the two have um, right which, like that like well, a shadow like, like when they call him a shadow right like maybe when I said maybe when I meant soul I just kind of like maybe I took her literally but I thought. Maybe not soul as in like literal, but like the above ground people get whatever the, not like a literal soul, but like a, a whatever function out, whatever in the brain develops right. into like a, what we think of as a normal functioning human being. Like yeah. Developing speech and developing technology and all that maybe that's i guess what i meant right yeah and i get and and they i guess they didn't figure yeah. out how, the scientists didn't figure out how to give that developmental part to if it was scientists at all it's not very clear yeah didn't figure out how to give that to the tethered yeah and basically the entire movie is lupita's character mm-hmm. uh is Again, this is the big spoiler reveal. Again, if you've gotten this far and you're like, oh, I don't know. Um, you find out that Lupita is, her character, is a tethered 
that she mm-hmm. kidnapped her younger herself as a child and switched right, places. Switch places, which again should have seen coming. None of the other tethered can talk except yeah. the Lapita Nyong'o one. <laughs> They're all incapable of talking. And then when she came back from the funhouse after being missing from her parents for like 15 minutes or whatever, they, they're they like, oh, she has post-traumatic stress. She can't talk. Yeah. Should have seen it coming. And I was, I was still like – I was still enthralled and had no clue until when she kills mm-hmm. – when, when she kills her at the end. Like Plus the, the – um... The broadcasting of the Hands Across America thing. Yeah. Like, she had the Hands Across America t-shirt on. Which is why I say this is about, like, classism. Because, like, the tethered are, like, unknown, forgotten, uh, homeless American. It's basically, basically, like, they're the American poor and destitute and the people the quote-unquote normal people that live above ground are like the rich yeah basically and yeah so basic and so the basics of this movie is evil well kidnapped lupita who is actually human lupita uh mm-hmm. stages uh, gets all the they all have names and i didn't catch her them. Like her the, the, her name's red okay that's the only one that matters <laughs> um but so red uh, stage gets basically somehow gets all the other tethered together because of and, and is able to escape for some reason like there were like mirrors and fun houses across America or something along those lines where these things are well they started all coming out of they said in the movie that a lot of them were coming out of sewers, sewers. yeah the sewers so and basically are off to kill the human and take over their take their spot. Yeah, just exactly. of this movie. Well, and I thought, it, it, um, and all that came as a fairly big like this movie kind of got bigger as it went along. Like it started out as kind of this weird home invasion by these mysterious doppelgangers which was uh really good really tense and then it blew up to we found out there were more doppelgangers because of the uh, the white folks in the movie their doppelgangers yeah. showed up and murdered them. them holy shit murdered them uh yeah uh and then it blew up even more to there were eventually doppelgang basically almost zombie apocalypse type stuff where there's doppelgangers everywhere killing everybody yeah <laughs> uh <clears throat> so that's that's another one of my small nitpicks with the movie. I thought like the best parts were when it was the smallest, when it started out as home invasion, um, kind of you didn't really know what was going on, like why there these doppelgangers were here. I don't think it got worse as the film. I thought I think it still stayed a really good film. I just think my favorite part was maybe the first sixty to seventy minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Um, oh, there's that one shot of Lupita Nyong'o is red where she's staring right into the camera with her hands yeah. on her face. Oh. Just, oh, my God. That's a creepy shot. But also, like, the other cool thing, and again, um, 
this is probably one of the stronger moments for for Lupita is throughout the movie and should have seen it coming and I should have figured it out but I didn't understand until that last like last final fight with Red where um she keeps putting mm-hmm. herself in danger with the tethered like when the daughter tethered gets like thrown from a car and is like broken in pieces in a uh, yeah. tree and she's just going and like hushing her or like she gets out of the car to talk to the her son's tethered instead of hitting yeah. him oh he's a creepy little motherfucker yeah and you real and you it's basically her trying to it's basically her trying to tell them it's like hey okay re- yeah. remember i'm one of you like it's okay. Like she's trying to, she's trying to get out remorseful with them and trying to get them to understand mm-hmm. that there's more than one way around this. Instead, of, you don't have to do this. And she's, but she's. That's why the whole movie she's talking about is like she feels like there's a shadow yeah. that follows yep. her around. Mm-hmm. Is the ongoing revenge um, of her stealing Red's life, and it's going to come back and bite her in the ass one day. Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. I need, and that's the thing. Is a lot of people are saying you need to see this the second time now that you know that twist. Right. Because it actually and, uh, changes the experience. We've, been, and of course, we've been talking about uh, Lapine and Yango. I think Winston Duke. Oh my has, God. Uh, Gabe. I thought he was really good too. Um, he added like when I when I pick on Marvel movies sometimes for not. Uh, letting serious moments rest. I think it's because they do it too often. I do think there were some times in this movie where he did some stuff and it was like worth chuckling at because you had been on the edge of your seat for yeah. so long. That's that, nice to have that little reprieve of like, oh, yeah, funny. <laughs> right. Like, it's not. When I say a movie can be serious and be funny, it's not like. Uh, this movie is so serious that when it is funny, it's nice versus a movie not being serious for long enough. Yeah. Thing. So, uh, like when he's out in the water and he's got, and he, you know, earlier he talks about how the boat pulls to the left, but then after he's had that big fight with Abraham and he's like trying to swim away and the boat is coming back, he's like, left! left it goes to the left yeah because <laughs> it keeps it keeps circling back towards him and uh dragging abraham back towards him. yeah so um yeah the, the kids were cr- the kids like double tethers like the kids uh acting in this oh, were great too yeah. like the kids did a good job as uh especially the girl like the boy um the son there. Uh, Hang on, was... I can I can tell you names in a sec. I, I have the IMDb page up. Uh, the boy, uh, the boy's characters, Jason. Uh, his tethered was named Jason Pluto. And Pluto. Yeah, and the girls think... Zora and Umbre. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, Shahadi Wright. Joseph uh, did good as Zora and Umbre both. I think uh, Evan Alex, of course, he's a little younger. I think he was he was okay as uh, Jason. I thought he did a really good job as Pluto. Like, yeah, it was kind of weird that I thought he was better 
as like the feral child character than like the actual child. Well, character. I think it's like because the the actual cot the actual child like Jason was suff- is supposed to suffer from attention deficit disorder or something like that. Or yeah. He, in that's and that's I, true. Yeah. So yeah. I think that part because I have a slight problem with that too. I was like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Although the part when he gets at when he real when he realizes that uh Pluto has them trapped, he plans on setting the car, he plans on blowing up the car with all yeah. of them in it. I thought that was a really good moment so when good. he gets out cuz he knows the kid mirrors him and he backs the he backs Pluto he uh Jason is backing up and Pluto going into the fire. Back up into the fire. Yeah. That's really And that's good. and that's part of, that was the other thing that rose a red flag for me was when Lupia like looked at uh, her, the actual Lupita was like looking at Pluto as he's going to fire and just say no no like mm-hmm. you're just like yep. yeah. she didn't want him to back up into the fire yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie so good I think I'm going to be able to go again Thursday night I think I have a group I'm going I'm, a group that have not seen it yet are going to go on Wednesday Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, they're mad at me because I was supposed to go with them, and I was like, listen, I do a, I do a podcast, so I kind of have to see these as soon Early. as po- earlier. But now I'm curious. I want to go with them. I'm probably gonna go with them anyway because mm-hmm. I'm curious what their yeah. first reactions are. Where I'm just gonna be sitting there like, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, it's been a really long time since I wanted to go right back to a movie as soon as I was... Even if I liked a movie, like, I really liked, like, Infinity War. And I was like, ah, I don't need to go right back and see it. I really liked it, but I've seen it, and now I can wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Uh, this movie, I was like, I I can't wait. Like, I, I have to go back and see this. <laughs> like, this, is another, and this is another one of those movies that I loved their choice of music. Oh yes! Just every the score, the score, every song they chose. I was just like, "This is great." <laughs> and I don't normally pay attention to score very much in movies. I'm not. I, I know people that are like score people. They pay really close attention to the music and films and everything. I don't normally, but that dance slash fight between. Um, uh, Adeline and Red at the oh. end with the interstitials of the ballet between the above world and the underworld was sco- the the way the score fit into that like that creepy ballet so beautiful it's so with, good the, yeah with the the direction of that's the other thing I I. My first thought upon seeing the very beginning of the movie is there's a credit right in the beginning that says written, produced, and directed by Jordan Peele. Which, um, I've seen some people who didn't like the movie, and I have found some people that didn't, didn't like it. And once they kind of explained it, like, I kind of got it. They just said this just wasn't for me or my sensibilities, which I can... That's a respectable. They didn't. They didn't say it was a bad movie. They just said it wasn't for them, right. which I can totally respect. Like they weren't trying to bash it as a bad movie. They just didn't like it. Which okay. Um, but they said something about like if M Night Shyamalan made this exact same movie, people would be flaying it alive. 
but because it's Jordan Peele, people are giving it a pass. And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't because I don't um, necessarily had. I liked Get Out, but I didn't like. I don't like any director enough to just give them a pass for right. a movie. Like, I love Christopher Nolan as a director. I didn't really like um, the space one. Interstellar. I, Interstellar. Yeah. I didn't really like that movie, and I didn't give him a pass just because he was Christopher Nolan. I just went, I didn't really like that. So And with M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night- yeah, with M. Night Shyamalan, like, I really enjoy Signs. Not I Signs. Mean, uh, I like some of his films. Yeah. I know he went through a period where people, a like, gave him crap. a ton of shit because yeah. he pumped out a few bad movies in a row. But, but like, like Sixth Sense, six- Unbreakable, and Glass, favorite films. Mm-hmm. And Split. Split. Oh, yeah, Split. But, like, if he made this exact movie, I would like it just as much. I don't like it because it's Jordan Peele. I like it because I think it's good. It's it's just an added on top that Jordan Peele has been doing so well so far. Mm-hmm. So, but... Anyway, when I said to the what I meant when I saw the credit of written, directed, and produced by Jordan Peele, I kind of like that because that's single vision films are sort of rare. These, it, well, really good single vision films are kind of rare these days. You know, most films have two directors or two, three, four, five, six writers or whatever. And a lot of those films are fine, but I also kind of like, like just the single vision. This is my movie, like it or hate it. This is what I made kind of film. Yeah. It's nice to sit. It's nice to have that, to know you're going into a film and it's one person's vision the entire way. Mm Hmm. So that film that that one credit at the beginning made me really happy. When yeah. Directed and produ- and also this film made me less worried about Jordan because Get Out wasn't enough to make me less worried about Jordan Peele working on the Twilight Zone. This and Get Out together makes me go. Okay, maybe his Twilight Zone won't suck so bad. I'm very curious for <laughs> because Twilight they've Zone. tried to redo the they've tried to redo Twilight Zone before and it didn't come out very well. So. <laughs> well, my yeah, my whole thing still with the, his Twilight like I'm super excited to watch it, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like he has a very weird cast for this show. It's all yeah. like comedy actors. Well, it's all from that for well. He came from Key and Peele. Oh yeah, I know Key and Peele, but it's just but it's just weird. Like it's the same thing. Like I, I like when I saw Krampus, uh, mm. Adam Scott was in that, and I'm like, he's mostly a comedy guy, so it's weird to see that. And I said the same thing about Jordan Peele before Get Out. Like mm. I was like, really, the guy from Key and Peele is doing a horror film. So yeah. yeah, it's but it's like Kamel so. Kamel Nanjiani, Tracy Morgan, Adam Scott, and I'm sure they're gonna be fine. But it's just mm-hmm. very jarring. But it's also a kind of a breath of fresh air to see these kind of people like break out of their normal like mm-hmm. uh, like comedy roles into something that might be a little bit more serious. As far right. as I know. Yeah. So yeah, anything more to say about? Uh us besides no i just really need to see it again yeah me too
Mm-hmm. I agree. Good enough. Yeah. Covered. Done. That almost a half hour for, time about us. <laughs> we did that for almost half an hour. That's longer than I thought it would be. But yeah. <laughs> it was worth talking about. God. Yeah. God, that was a great movie. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. But I, I, if you guys haven't realized it yet, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out this past week on Blu-ray, yep. and I immediately it bought it and immediately watched it. Nice. And it's still amazing. And they fill this thing to the brim with special features. Oh, do they? Oh nice. my god! Like the movie ended, and normally, normally when on the movie ends, it, it just sends you back to the. To the main menu, but no, it just went yeah. right into the special features. Um, oh, they, cool. they had, like, I haven't a, had a chance to buy it. Yet, oh my so. god, it's so good! Like they do a whole thing with the voice cast about how they designed all the characters, um, mm-hmm. the story they chose, and why they went different routes. The amount of Easter eggs that are right. in this damn movie, um, and then there's a short, uh, a cartoon short of Spider Ham. That happens, uh, but right before he gets picked up for Spider Verse. Oh, that's cool. And oh, it's just such a good movie. Yeah, I still need to get it. I just haven't had a chance. That's out. Uh, Aquaman is out now. Oh, is um, it? I thought it was just digital. Yeah. No, uh, someone I saw. I don't know if they like pre-ordered it from Amazon or something, but someone I follow on Twitter got his copy uh, yesterday. Really? Because I'm pretty sure it doesn't come out till this coming Tuesday. Maybe where? I guess wherever he pre-ordered it from, came, maybe he pre-ordered it and it came out early. It might. I think it did because I haven't seen it at work at all. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that doesn't anyway. come out. That doesn't come out to the twenty sixth. Huh? Weird. Yeah. That's odd. Okay. Well, someone I know got their copy. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was out already. I thought it was out already. So I guess I was wrong. Maybe it might be out overseas or something, or maybe there was like a no, like this maybe guy lives in uh, this guy lives in Seattle. What the hell? Yeah, I know. So yeah, well, anyway. I don't. I can wait on Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. I did watch another movie this week though. That's uh, not very geeky. It's not even genre. But last night I watched uh, The Dirt on Netflix, which is the movie about Motley Crue. Yeah. Pretty good. Like, it's not, like, the best movie ever made. I mean, it's, like, a B, B-minus movie, but still an enjoyable watch. Like, um, everybody in it does a really good job. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, the rapper guy, he plays Tommy Lee, and uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Machine Gun Kelly, but he is covered in tattoos. He has a ton of tattoos, and the makeup department on this movie deserves a ton of credit because there's a lot of scenes of like really young uh late teens early 20s tommy lee with no tattoos which uh either the makeup department or the digital department on this movie removed from machine gun kelly and then there's a scene at the very end of a much more modern day tommy lee 
and whoever put on replicas of all of Tommy, because Tommy Lee is also covered in tattoos. So whoever put on all the replicas of Tommy Lee's tattoos on top of Machine Gun Kelly's makeup covering his own tattoos did it's i mean it's like layers of good makeup work yeah um the week before i haven't watched it yet but the week before the movie theater the arc light which is a theater that's right next to my mm-hmm. my store um they had a last monday they had a viewing party for the dirt and the line was five blocks long and wow. I think it was because Motley Crue was there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got. I mean, it was probably a ton of Crue fans. And yeah, but holy uh, shit! Like, it's probably the yeah. longest line I've ever seen at that theater, like for a film. Hmm. Wow. I still haven't watched it. I mean, it only just came out two days ago. Yeah. On, it debuted two days ago. I mean, I think you'll like it. It's like. Like I said, it's not like the best movie ever made. It's not going to win awards. Like some of the some of the acting's a little flat. The script is kind of thin. But overall, like it's still fun to watch because um it does cover like the band getting together. It cover uh, of course Motley Crue is one of the most uh, notorious bands in history for how hard they partied and it covers a lot of that stuff like there's a point in the scene uh, point in the movie where Tommy Lee there's also some fourth wall breaking so like they they show them partying and everything and then Tommy Lee turns to the camera and says all right I know this all looks fun do, but do you really want to know what being on the road is really like and then it goes through him like five o'clock alarm goes off wake up have no idea what happened yesterday uh and then it keeps going through they they end up at a strip club he's so drunk he has to like steal money from vince neal throws up on a stripper uh runs through the hotel like causing mayhem uh their manager comes in punches him into the face throws him on the bed handcuffs him to the bed it's like I said I literally said to myself out loud, absolutely none of this looks fun because yeah. they were just they were partying so hard it went past having a good time into I don't understand how they even are alive anymore. It's the same as and like Mick Nicky Jagger Six's. and Keith Richards. Yeah, uh, it covers uh, Nikki Six overdosing on heroin. Uh, there's the famous story of uh, Ozzy Osbourne snorting ants while on tour with the band. That's in there. It's a fun movie. I'd, I'd recommend checking it out. Uh, I I watched a bunch of movies this week. Nice. Uh, the two I watched, also not genre-related to us in general for mm-hmm. the show, but I watched Bone Tomahawk and Brawl. In Cell Block ninety nine. Oh, okay. Damn, I, those movies I've are good. Heard, I've heard a little bit about Bone Tomahawk, not enough, but I have heard a lot of people say Cell Block uh, Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine is really good. They're both like this director Daniel Zegler, I think is his name, uh, has a very interesting uh, look, like a perspective on things, and the fact that he can just mm-hmm. kind of jump genres because. Um, because Bone Tomahawk is very much like a like a v- bloody western, and okay. 
Brawl on Cell Block 99 is way more uh, modern mm. uh, with Vince Vaughn being like this really big like brute dude that's oh my god they're just they're very they are not extremely violent films but when they do right. go violent for like the quick minutes they do holy that's shit it. but it's they're <laughs> also like super slow burn films yeah uh, like they they're very slow but I kind of enjoyed that and he has a new one out called Dried Across Concrete that hmm. I want to check out even though it does have Mel Gibson in it Oh no! Yes. <laughs> no, no, Mel Gibson. Yeah, I know. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, come over here, sugar tits. I'm gonna drag you across concrete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mel- speaking of movies, though. Okay. Um, we gotta talk about it, and we don't have to, but I'm frustrated at it every time I look at it. The trailer for Toy Story Four. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I only watched it once, and I shook my head. And it went, makes okay, no. S- no. It literally is the plot for Toy Story two, but instead of it being freaking Woody being lost and then figuring out his place with his with the other set of his toys, mm-hmm. he finds Bo Peep at a circus and is like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." <sighs> yeah, it's. I I don't know. Toy Story is one of those things where, like, I thought they were like, oh, we've got this perfect trilogy, and then they decided, no, I don't know. Exactly. It has the perfect trilogy, and then they're like, let's throw this fourth one where, we, where a child makes a spork, like a spork thing, and that's the whole point of this film. Yeah, and I... I know they're like, oh, we wouldn't have made it if we didn't have a good idea. And I know that, like, both Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, for whatever Tim Allen's opinion is worth, like, <laughs> he's a crazy guy. But um, I know they both said it was really good. But I, d- I, know, about- I know I'm going to end up seeing this film, but I'm not yeah. happy about it. Me either. Like, talk about a movie that I'm going to see very grudgingly. Yeah. Uh, also... I want to be yeah. made wrong. Oh, like, yeah, I totally. I show up and I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. but I... Ugh. Um, the other cool things... Other cool things that I saw were... There's a trailer for... Most people won't care, but I love it. The second trailer for John Wick 3 Parabellum. I saw a trailer for... I still... Of course, you know, I still haven't seen the first two. But when I went and saw Us, there was a trailer on the beginning of uh, the film for... Oh, John you got Wick a trailer 3. for John Wick 3? I did not get that. Yes. I got it, some I stupid got, ones. I got a lot... They played a lot of trailers on the front of Us. They played oh, really? one for a movie... Co- yeah, they played one for a movie called The... The Intruder? Oh, the Michael Keaton film? Not Michael Keaton. Uh, shit, what's his name? No, wasn't Michael Keaton. Kevin Costner. I reckon. Nope, nope, wasn't Kevin. The intruder. The, the really, the the intruder. That's the one where like the guy sells his house, but he keeps showing up to do like yard work and shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Kevin yeah. Costner. I don't think Let's so. See. It didn't look. 
Yeah. Anyway, it looked somewhat interesting. Um, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Whatever. They're all the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looked mildly interesting. They showed the they showed the trailer for which was a odd fit for the movie that we were about to watch, but they showed the trailer for Men in Black International. Um, I only got two John trailers. Parabellum. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I only got two trailers. I got this for this movie called Little, uh, which is like a comedy film, I guess, and then Avengers Endgame. Hmm. That was it. Odd choice, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were I thought Men both in Black odd ones. Yeah, oh, the Men in Black one. Ugh. I'm still on the fence about that one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the other trailer I saw that actually looks really interesting, as much as I have said I am not a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Quentin Tarantino's new film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. With like, yep. Yeah. I am interested in this movie, and I've never seen a single Quentin Tarantino film. I I love majority of Tarantino's films. There's some I haven't seen, mm-hmm. and then some I'm like I'll skip it. Um, I think I have more in this because I have more involved in this only because of how many times I've seen cast and how many times I've seen them shoot at places. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm now I'm just interested in seeing the actual thing. Yeah, I I mean mainly the only thing pulling me into this movie is everybody that's in it. It's a pretty it's really, big cast. Yeah, um, they're all really good actors. They're all going to be in this one film. I just want to see what it. Uh, I just want to see how it turns out. Yeah. Because, yeah, like I said, I've never seen a Tarantino film. I have no attachment to Tarantino, but like everybody that's in this movie, I have attachments to them because I think they're all really good. Yeah. Um. So. Other than that, what was the Marvel? Ant Man was the Marvel film we were supposed to talk about this week, right? No, 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 not Ant Man. No, Spider Man Homecoming. Do we talk about Ant-Man already? Uh, I guess. I don't know. I didn't rewatch Ant-Man. Don't. Oh, no. Don't come at me. I don't. No, I'm trying to remember. No, I... I'm trying to remember. No, we already did Ant-Man. We said, yeah, we hated it. Moving on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. I just wanted to make sure. Homecoming, and I did watch that again this week because I love Spider-Man Homecoming. So good. It's so good. My my major gripes with the movie I still have from the first time I saw it that they made Ganky into Ned Leeds and made him Peter's friend instead of just not using that character. Still and not my favorite MJ character. MJ is not MJ. Yeah. Those <laughs> are, it's still it still bugs the crap out of me. Yeah. I've talked about it so much on this show, I'm not going to talk about it again, but that really bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Kim, basically, movies re- like the best part of this movie is, I mean, Tom Holland's the strongest Peter Parker we've had, and Michael Keaton as Vulture is probably one of the better, is definitely one of the better Spider-Man mm. villains we've had in a while. He's so good. So good. He's it really just, good. It that just makes me even just... more more excited for um uh Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I can't wait for Far From Home. 
that that yeah they had a trailer for that at the beginning of which i thought they stopped doing but i guess well, I, maybe i'm just not used to it but the beginning of spider-man's into spider-verse they have a trailer there's a trailer the homecoming trailer the the far from home trailer yeah 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 and nice. i was just like oh really oh okay <laughs> Nice. Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming is still my... I know some people, their favorite um, their favorite Spider-Man movie has become Into the Spider-Verse. And maybe if I watch it a second time, that'll happen. I don't think so. Because right now, Spider-Man Homecoming is definitely still my favorite Spider-Man film. I think everything about it Spider-Man is Spider-Man 2, bro! Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 2, 2 is also really good. Yeah. It's probably... Uh, I ranked the Spider-Man films recently. I would say Spider-Man Fire from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man, uh, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man and Three, Spider-Man and Three, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the next film on our list is Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Oh, we're so close. Another good yeah. It's all we've got left is Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, and ugh, Ant Man and the Wasp. But yeah, who cares about Ant Man and the Wasp? Yeah, nobody. Apparently, a lot of people. And no, I, that's I a mean, lie. Me and <laughs> same thing I say about the Venom film. Like you are entitled to your own opinion, and that is fine. But you're wrong. <laughs> yep, you're just wrong on this one. Yeah, but yeah. Um, other than that, most of the new. I bought some comics last nice. week. Um, mm-hmm. the next issue I I've bought was the the technically the beginning of Spider Man. Uh the hunted which oh, okay mm-hmm. i'm very curious about and yep. what was the other thing oh and i bought this is like this comic is like a couple weeks old but i bought one anyway because i was curious is the uh the first issue of batman uh the grim knight nice and it oh it's awful I'm not really? a fan. Of, I really am not a fan <laughs> of all these different bat, like evil Batman. Because basically, yeah, this is this Batman is what if Punisher was Batman? Yeah, I know. And I'm like, ugh, it's so bad. Although, if we want to talk about Batman comics, I did this week read all of Batman White Knight, and that was awesome. Yeah, I still need to read that. Yep, it was really good. Um, also, if you guys haven't gone yet, I'm gonna post a photo this week because I think Spider Detective Comics, it a thousand comes out this week. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you haven't got it yet, there's you go and look for the pop figure of the first appearance of Batman. Oh yeah. I have mm-hmm. one, and they immediately sold out where I had them, where I bought it. And it's amazing. Yeah, you showed me the uh, – in fact, I think we talked about this last week. You we did. You showed me the picture, and it's got that nice box going on and everything. The it's only one I'm probably going to keep in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. And then sad oh, I news. Did start oh, yeah. a, I did start a series this week, and I'm actually surprised I didn't finish it. I just kind of ran out of time. But it's, it's easy to uh, – it's pretty easy to get through. There's a show on Netflix right now called – uh, love, death, and robots. Yeah, 
it's a uh, animated uh it's not a series really it's um kind of like an anthology series because every episode is different they're all animated different and they all kind of but it's uh the guys that made it uh it was tim miller and um oh crap the i want to say the guy that directed uh gone girl and i can't think of that guy's name off the top of my head but anyway they basically wanted to make um heavy metal but they couldn't get the oh yeah david fincher so it's tim miller david fincher and a couple other people they wanted to make uh fincher and miller wanted to make new episodes of heavy metal but they couldn't get uh the rights to heavy metal so they just made this instead and you can kind of tell like a lot of them are um kind of violent uh kind of sexy kind of um all they're all futuristic like there's uh one episode that's actually a comedy episode it's not violent at all but i liked it a lot it's called three robots and they're basically exploring a post-apocalyptic earth trying to kind of learn about humans and it's pretty funny um i would check it out there's one yeah i haven't uh, watched it like yet alien there's one that's like aliens fighting that are mentally controlled by humans but it's like a fighting league so it's almost like a kaiju film because they're just giant monsters fighting um yeah it's good yeah i gotta check that out the show that i'm most excited about though Mm. is i have to resubscribe to shutter though to watch it uh they Mm. made a critters tv show uh the new binge uh, and the new I'm, batch, the new ba- the new batch, whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> I'm just like it's a critter show, and Gilbert Gottfried's in it. Oh, he's in it. I didn't even yeah. know that. He's he's oh. in it, and I only saw I saw a quick. It's super cheesy looking, and but the, what really sold me was I was watching. There was like someone posted a clip of it and was like, "This is what you're gonna be watching," and it's a girl trying to have sex with a critter. <laughs> Oh, and that's I'm funny. like, and I'm like, I'm sold. <laughs> that's really funny. There's some things I, <clears throat> I've been hearing people say that uh, Shutter has gotten better. We've talked about Shutter like before, a... and I've yeah. promoted the shit out of Shutter, and still will. I haven't had it for a while just because money reasons. Even though it is only five dollars right. a month. Um, right, but uh, but like when they first started out, I I tried them out for a while, and I felt they didn't have like a great selection. But I keep hearing horror fans talk about Shutter, and it from like what the, I understand, series... it's yeah. There's a bunch of new series that you can only see on Shutter, films that are only made for Shutter. Mm-hmm. There's a great documentary I still need to watch, uh, a horror noir. Uh, which is about African American communities and like actor African American actors in horror films. I did hear that was good. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I really wish I went to the. They had it. They had an event for it when it first came out, uh, out here at this theater called the Egyptian, and I really wanted to go, but mm-hmm. just never got around to it. And I kind of want Shutter more so for that. But then the yep. Critters, the new batch came out, and I'm like, well, now I have another reason. Okay, yeah. Um, 
I'm just looking here at what else might be. I think they had the show. I'm trying to see. I don't think they had Channel Zero. Maybe they did. I heard Channel, Channel Zero. Zero was... I think's on Sci-Fi. Oh. Or something okay. along those lines. Oh yeah, original network Sci-Fi. Okay. Because yeah. I had heard Channel Zero was kind of good. So, Everyone talks about Channel Zero, and I have yet to watch any of it. I haven't either, but I heard it was pretty good. I just haven't had a chance to look yet. So I, for some reason, I thought that was Shutter, but I guess it was sci-fi. Oh, I did watch another horror film this past week. The newest Leprechaun film. Which one? The Leprechaun Returns. The the, the oh newest my. one that came out last year. <laughs> yeah. I watched it for really? St. Patrick's okay. Day. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's sure. stupid and hilarious. It's it follows the same kind of plot as like the the same way that like a lot of horror movies are now doing, where it's like like Halloween did kind of a reboot, sort of a reboot sequel to the original. Okay, and that's basically what Leprechaun was. It's very cheesy, and I was like, this is ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> okay, it's, I've it's never no seen Leprechaun in the hood. Oh yes. I've never actually seen a single one of the Leprechaun films, so... Come on, hot, young yeah. Jennifer Aniston, the first one? Yeah, I know. I, I've heard of that, but uh, I still have never seen them because yeah. they just looked so ridiculous that I... It's, I feel the same way about the Leprechaun I films as I do I'll about... around to them. I, the way I look at the Leprechaun films is the same way I look at the Child's Play Chucky films. They're not scary. Mm-hmm. Small, like I'm not terrified of this, but hope. Oh well, they're fun to watch. Yeah, but at least a leprechaun has like magic going on, kind of thing. True, Unless that's not part of the movie series. Oh no, it is part. It is part. Of it. It's just the like the tropes of the leprechaun of how to keep it distracted are hilarious. Like if okay. you have shoes, throw shoes at him because he is he has to stop and shine them. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, that alone might have just sold me. That's pretty damn. Funny. Like that's like that was like a big thing in the first one. Like they like kept chucking shoes at him, and he kept getting angry because he had to stop and shine them and organize them. <laughs> hmm. All right. Okay. Maybe eventually I'll get to these after I've exhausted all my better options, like going and seeing us three more times. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the big news we should probably talk about before I forget is mm-hmm. um, at, well, as of last Monday or Tuesday, uh, Disney now has Fox. Oh yeah, the the uh, the Fox Disney merger closed. Yep, finalized. And the only thing that I guess yeah. survived in terms of superhero films is Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna redo uh, X Men. Obviously, yeah. eventually they'll redo Fantastic Four. Which who gives a shit? The Fantastic Four, I think, are the most boring superheroes ever. Uh, no, you haven't seen the West Coast Avengers or um, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> okay, sure. I still um, hate Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like a lot of folks are like stoked because all they can focus on is the uh, uh you know they're like oh the now the uh x-men and the fantastic four can be part of the mcu and it's like ah, yeah but 
at what cost? Like uh, the things I've been seeing lately has just been a lot of the Fox properties that are now considered Disney princesses. Oh, like uh, Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, and the I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. I I made a post on our page on our fit on our twitter page being like i mean they aren't technically considered disney yeah. princesses that's just something people do to be funny honestly yeah yeah but still it's like mm-hmm. uh but it made a i made a post on our tweet on our twitter about like in case you haven't realized what fox bought had now has the what disney now has and it's like a list of all the film franchises mm-hmm. i still think this is awful like it's pretty bad yeah i'm not a fan me either um, just in terms of, like, uh, well, kind of like I said yesterday on my own personal Twitter, I wrote something about, because uh, I was reading some, because, uh, like I said, I liked The Dirt, but critics are slamming it, and part of the reason they're slamming it is they're like, oh, you know, it kind of looks like a cheesy made-for-TV movie, and it's like, hi, uh, most of the studios, major film studios that would have made this kind of movie are gone now, and... Yeah. Disney and Warner Brothers only care about, and Sony, Disney, Warner Brothers, and Sony only care about making big blockbuster franchise movies. Like, it's probably a good thing that Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and Shudder are around because they're the only people that are going to make smaller movies and yeah they probably won't end up looking very you know they probably won't end up looking awesome because they're going to be made on streaming service budgets they're not going to be made on big hollywood studio budgets because big hollywood studios aren't going to make these movies anymore yeah and the fact that at least not for a long time and the fact that everything will come yeah yeah i was gonna say the fact that disney now owns like a huge majority of film the film Mm. industry like that, even more of a reason why I love films like Us, like mm-hmm. the smaller in the smaller studios like Blumhouse, Monkey Paw, uh, all these like small A twenty four, like yeah. I flock more to these films for the most part now more than ever, just because as I do. Wa- I'm not saying I don't watch the bigger. Like the bigger hits, or like from the big studios or whatnot. Oh obviously. right, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I get more interested and more involved in the smaller, uh, the smaller industries, just because, like, they have to fight and make a name for themselves, and yeah, which and it's just having Disney just have just a huge monopoly of these different properties is ridiculous. Well, there's, there's really only. Th- three major ones left now like i said there's disney warner brothers and sony Sony, is kind of limping along in the rear uh you know trying to catch up but (laughs) you guys like spider-man that's all we got (laughs) pretty much um so just in terms of just being a fan of good movies it is really not having the competition all that it is so weird i I mean it's weird but i guess it's really not but that this merger got approved like it just is i don't know i don't like it but there it is it is it's a thing now and it's done so so that's so that's a thing now guys so have fun Mm -hmm. with that 
Um, exactly. Trying to think. Oh, I'll have to see if I can find it. But there was this great thing I saw on Twitter where someone mm. did a, a side-by-side of a scene from Captain America Winter Soldier uh, where it was like the actual fight scene between t- uh, uh, Steve and Bucky the first time in the in the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so then like a behind the scenes look of that fight, and I was like, okay. and the back behind the scenes look of the fight looks so much better than the actual really? fight itself. Well, like it's not shaky it, so... cam or anything; it's oh, just a right, straight yeah. one shot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, how can they, like the flipping of knife of the knife and whatever? It's just so cool. Watch it; it's just one shot. Oh. I may have seen it been a long time. I was going to say now that you're talking about this, I might have seen it, but it's been so long. I'm glad you found it because I'd like to see it again. Yeah, it's so, so cool. Nice. Um, I was trying to think if there's any toys, anything toy related. Oh, yeah. I have now believe and you can all say what you want. I believe there is a conspiracy (laughs) with NECA and Target. Absolutely. Because I cannot find any of their exclusives anywhere in any Target in Los Angeles. And I've only got the one Target to go to, and it's de- none of that stuff is at my Target. So. I, and I can't yeah, – I have as much as I love NECA, I love NECA. Um, mm-hmm. But these exclusives is, is a sham because I always see photos of people like, they can't keep – these things are always in stock. Like the turtle sets – Always mm-hmm. in stock at this one. And I'm like, where? Everyone, every target I go around here, it's like it looks like a barren wasteland. And it hasn't been touched in months. Yep. Same. Same, brother. I they don't get any of that stuff. Of course, like I said, I've I've got the crappy Burlington, Vermont target. So yeah, they not definitely only, don't. Not only that, but NECA has now released a new Gremlin that you can only get at GameStop. I do find some of their stuff at GameStop from time to time. Sometimes. Um, Never the exclusive stuff. But not... uh, I wonder... um, I wonder if Target.com will have those turtle sets. Maybe. I will have to look. I'm going to a toy fair in a couple weeks, though, so I can't. Uh, I can't be buying any toys here at home. I gotta. Same. I have toy fair. Yeah, I have Monster Palooza in a couple weeks. Nice. So that's my one big con. Good deal. I've been I'm I'm skipping WonderCon this year because it mm-hmm. doesn't it, as much as I would love to go, it doesn't look super interesting this time around. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Yeah, so my money is all going towards Monster Palooza and Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> we're going to be best friends. That's basically what's going to happen. And he's going to go, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Stop." He'll be like, "Stop singing." <laughs> yep. No, I'm not going to Bruce Campbell. Yes. I'm gonna... Stop it, Bruce. No, Bruce Campbell. We're going to be the best buddies ever. We're going to be best friends. Yep. Exactly. All right. Wow. Wow, we got a lot into that episode. Hell yeah. Good deal. All right. I think that's it for this week. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, next week. We're going to watch Thor Ragnarok. And uh, I'll probably watch some more Love, Death, and Robots. And I'm going to go see Us again. So I and, and I will have seen a uh, uh, a uh, uh, what's the word? Wow. I am. I just lost my train of thought. No, I'll ah. be going to I'll be going to a screening of Pet Cemetery. 
<gasps> I'm jealous. Yeah. Uh, that's another one I can't. Oh, that was the other trailer that played in front of us. Was oh, Pet, Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. I, oh, I can't wait to see yeah, that movie. Yeah, I'm going to a free screening on Thursday. Nice. I like the original. Like, I know some people are like, oh, God, why would you redo Pet Cemetery? It's like, I like the original Pet Cemetery, but parts of it are pretty cheesy. Oh, so totally. So I'm very curious see... how this is going to go. Yeah, I don't know. Here's hoping the new one is also awesome. So Yes. Yes. Oh, super jealous. Yeah. All right. Well, good enough. So uh, we'll be back next week with all that good stuff. Goodbye, everybody. Hell yeah. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.